But God is so good. And you know what the greatest part of that was is as I was, um, I've, as I've been stirring this week about what I really wanted to talk about, I kept getting the title, The Gift. And so that's what we're going to talk about is the gift of, we're on the, we're on the week of Christmas, of course, we all um, know we're celebrating the birth of our Savior and I just want to go into a different, um, like the same thing, but an extension of what we are talking about. Um, it's been quite a different season, and I'm pretty sure everybody can agree to that, about how different this season has been with you know, the whole COVID thing and then um, all the different alignments that have gone on throughout this entire year. Of, um, of Passover and Rosh Hashanah and just so many different things. If you don't, if you don't know what those things are, we'll, we discuss that and other things, but I'm not going into that particular part today. Um, and for me, I love giving gifts. Like it's one of my favorite things to do and it can get me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> So if anybody's like me and likes to do that, it can get you in some trouble if you're not careful. But um, that, is one, that is something that I'm very passionate about. I love giving to other people. I love seeing their responses. I love seeing their reactions. And I love just being there for people. And if I see a need, being able to fulfill it. I walked in the doors this morning, and I was the only one here. And I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. And um, I got everything set up. I got all the coffee taken care of, and then I, like, so I was doing all these random things that I don't typically do, uh, but it was like, eh, that's kind of cool. I was just doing all this stuff for the church, and that's what we were doing it for. We were doing it in preparation for you guys to be able to be here and have a warm building because it was 51 degrees when I walked in, so praise the Lord for a heater, and <laughs> so, but there are so many little things, and for me, a lot of the little things are some of the biggest things to me. Um, I have received my gift this year. My son is back from, well, he's technically not here this morning, but my oldest is back from Pennsylvania. He gets to be here for two weeks. So that was one of my biggest gifts this year. Um, and uh, I really honestly don't really care if I receive anything that's not really who I am, but I understand that it's important to have both sides. It should, you should care about receiving as well as giving. And for the longest time, it's like, uh, it has been a teaching to me of, well, it shouldn't be about receiving anything. And I love how the Lord did this morning. So I'm going to, I'm going to tie that in here in a minute, but so I'm going to start with uh, Matthew 2.11, and it's where the Magi, or what we call the three wise men, um, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So, upon seeing him, they bound down and worshipped him. So, when we came in this morning, 
And upon seeing him, we bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And we could go into details on that alone and probably spend an entire service for that. But I actually don't want to go into that part either. Um, But there are significant representatives of why it was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Um, So if you do a quick Google search, you can really actually find out. (laughs) But since I'm not going in there today, um, so the first thing that they did was worship him, and then they gave gifts. Um, But... I don't want us to just think, you know, it was items that were their gifts because their worship was a gift too. And um, so that's really important. And I know I I spoke on worship a few weeks ago, and that's I'm very passionate on worship. But um, I also want us to look at Genesis 2-7. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground, and he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. So man's first gift was breath and breath from the father. And here's where I also want to want to hit more is to understand that our breath is from the father. And that was his gift to us. So my question here, as I'm, as I'm looking through that and I'm reading that, I'm going, what am I doing with my gift? When we look at, we could look into the, to the ideas of what they would have done with the treasures that were presented to Mary, to Mary and Jesus about gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we could dig into that. And we could look into that because there's, there's actually some, some things that are speculations. But when he breathes his breath into us, do you know you have the breath of he breathed his breath into you? So what are we doing with that breath? How are we honoring that gift? What are we presenting with that breath of life that he's given us? And how are we giving back? So we've received... And we, needed to, we need to receive. It's important to receive. Do you know it's important to receive that breath of life? Or we wouldn't be living. <laughs> right? So we have to be able to receive. But we need to be able to give back. We need to understand what to do with it. So um, my question today was, and I, I know I'm making, I'm making this pretty quick, but... Um, How are we utilizing the gift that he gave? So in the very beginning, God gave us a gift of basically everything on this earth. He created everything. He created man out of the dust and his breath. And so our breath is a fighting tool because everything got twisted. Everything got shifted when the enemy deceived. And we fell into that. And there's life and death and the power of the tongue, right? So our breath can give life like God did. Or it can bring death 
like what the enemy did. Um, we made our own choices. So when we look at gifts and, and different things that, that you can do, I know that one of the greatest gifts that I received when I was growing up um, was actually when I was grown. And my dad had come back from a long trip, and he didn't have the money to spend like he normally did. My dad was very about buying things, and he didn't really talk talk a lot. Um, he rarely said, I love you. He would rarely give you a hug if you forced him to give you one. Um, but so with my dad, him giving gifts was his representative of, of love, per se, because uh, there was no other way that it was, it was given to us. But this particular year, he didn't have any money. Like, so he got each of us one gift. I have, th- I have two sisters. He got each one of us one, one gift and just one gift. And then he prayed over us a blessing. And that one time is the only time that I can remember the gift that my dad gave. Because that one mattered. It made me feel like he cared. Like it was, it was worth something for me. There's a difference between something that has meaning and something that's just given to you because you feel like you have to or you, um, or you want to do something but you don't know how. Like there's, there's a different representation in that. So I love giving gifts. I'm, I'm one of the, I, I, it's, it's one of my gifts and downfalls at the same time. But I am very particular on what I give people 99% of the time. So there's, there's a significance behind things when I buy things for people. Um, and some of it has to do with feeling like a need of comfort. Some things have to do with feeling like um, there's, there's just some kind of meanings in different seasons of people's lives to be able to give stuff like that. So when we're looking at this season, and we can say, okay, well, in the very beginning, God did this. He gave his breath. And then when it came to Jesus, he gave, he sacrificed his son, and Jesus came, and he was born. But what does God do today? What is, what is God really doing today? And so I want to do one keynote and, uh, of what he's doing today, and the only reason is because it's such a significance and, a, and an understanding for most people that this is a big deal. So we look at the star of Bethlehem and we look at the Christmas star and things. They, there's so many different names, but they've, if you haven't seen on the news, they've talked about the star of Bethlehem going to be here tomorrow. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the concept of it being the star of Bethlehem. However, it is not the star of Bethlehem because it's not the same planets, for one. Uh, The star of Bethlehem was Jupiter and Venus, and this one is Jupiter and Saturn. Um, But Jupiter and Saturn are the two biggest planets in our solar system. And they are very close together on December 21st, which is tomorrow. 
and they will look like one star. And this has not happened in 800 years. So the planets will come into an alignment and it'll look like a, a large star and it happens randomly throughout generations. Um, but this particular thing hasn't happened in like 800 years and it's still signified as a Christmas star. Um, so we are to look southwest. Is that right? Is that, am I pointing the right direction? <laughs> southwest. <laughs> Um, about an hour after sunset. So I know as a woman, I don't know any woman that does not like looking at the sunset going down because of how beautiful it is, right? It's like God's per perfect picture to us. So, I mean, can I get, can I get a agreement there like that's basically like you want to you want to give a uh, you want to give a woman something beautiful just sit in the sunset with her <laughs> or the sunrise right and it means something because it's not just it's time i know one of my one of my biggest things is um one of my biggest things is time and it only makes sense because and that's what God wants, is our time. So if we, take that ex if we can take an extra moment to keep an eye out and see what he's showing us, this Christmas star that he's provided three days prior to Christmas, he's, it's the lunar eclipse, isn't that what it is? The lunar eclipse? I didn't write that part down. So, um, but it happens, and no, it's not the lunar eclipse. What am I thinking? It's on the solstice. Not, the, totally different words. I don't know where I got. <sighs> I don't know how to talk today. Um, but it's on the winter solstice. Like, the time frame is completely in alignment of, of these. So this Christmas is completely different. It's going to be a completely different season. It's going to be a, a completely different feeling when you wake up. If you're a believer, this Christmas is not going to be the same when you wake up. You're going to feel something different. And if you don't already feel it, because there's something that's already changed and already shifted. And we've been talking about... Um, the way things are shifting and turning and things aren't going back to the way that you used to go and things are turning into a different way. But this is, if you're in alignment with what the Lord's doing and understanding the signs and the times, he, we shouldn't have to have a sign. Don't get me wrong. We shouldn't have to have a sign. And uh, I mean, that's, <laughs> we should be able to trust and understand our God without a sign. But he still provides them. So this is one of them. This is, this is a significant one. And so it's, it lays to question what comes after. What comes after that? And how excited. Has anybody seen it already? Like has anybody been watching it the last couple days? The stars that have been coming close together? Or planets. Sorry. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> look like stars to us, right? 
So if he's giving us all of these, he's giving us constantly. So we have worship, and worship is, is going phenomenal. And then the Lord puts this, this new pressure on my belly, and I'm like, man, you're giving me something new. And he's like, no, it's not just you. And so he breaks up in the midst of what would have been the original transition and says, and says, no, this is happening now. I'm birthing something. I'm gifting something before you even talk about gifting. I'm gifting something new into these people. And you all, like, I almost missed people because I didn't know who came up after. <laughs> but you all lined up and he gave you a gift prior to a gift, prior to a gift. Like he's continually each day doing something new and consistently giving. And we have to do something with that. So if that was one of you up here, you have to do something with that because a gift only does well if you put it to work. If you don't, it, it will wither and die. It's like the fig tree. <laughs> it's like the fig tree. It was created to produce figs, and it didn't have any figs. So it died. <clears throat> that doesn't mean it can't come back. Don't get, I, he doesn't just take away gifts, but you sit there stagnant within it, and it doesn't go anywhere. It will just sit there. So you have to put things into action. So our, our challenge today, this is, this is my challenge here, is what are you going to do with all of your gifts? You have the breath of life. What are you breathing out? What are you giving to people? Giving is not just about presence. Giving is about your words. Giving is about your life. Giving is about, giving gifts is about the compliment you made to somebody because they look nice today. There's so many different ways of giving gifts, and the Lord is constantly showing us stuff and giving us gifts, even if it's just a scenery. You know, he gifts me with so many different things in the, in the morning. I see the sunrise most of the time because I'm driving Caleb to school. <laughs> and in the evening when I get a glimpse of the sunsets, I live in the country, so it's a lot clearer out there. And it's, a, <laughs> it's very beautiful. And he will send deer across my path. He will put butterflies and dragonflies on my shoulders and my arms. And he's done that my whole life. They would be coming out of nowhere, and I'm like, wow, there's just... I thought it was an everybody thing, and <laughs> come to find out it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But that was super great. It was super cool. It was personal. It was for me. And we each have something like that. It's not, it's not just me that he does special things like that for. It's just those are the particular things that I have recognized that he has done. And if you can't recognize if you can't see that he has done that for you, there needs to be an opening and a revelation of what 
your life has been like because I guarantee you throughout your entire lifeline, he has done something significantly simple just for you that has shown you he loves you throughout your entire life. So we just have to open our eyes to be able to see the gifts that he's given us. And those little gifts actually have symbolisms to them. They have a meaning. I always had to change things in my life. My life was always changing. And butterflies signify change. They are symbolic for change. And if I could remember all of it, I guarantee you, if I looked at the times that butterflies would land on me, it would probably be during a time of change. Can't do that, because I can't remember all of it, but I feel like if I started noting when they, they, they've landed on me, it would be during a time of change. And so I've made a mental note of that, and I've tried to be aware. But... Um, so our quest today is what are we doing with the gifts that we have been given? We, um, we have received a gift of salvation. We've received a gift of, of prophecy. We've received a gift of, um, of joy, of peace, of, um, of witness, We've received, well, I mean, there's so many different things that we've received gifts of, but we have to be able to utilize those things for the good of what God's will is. So we need to figure out what that is. If we can put the pieces together of the things the Lord has spoken throughout our life or in the last couple of months, we can see where we're supposed to go and the direction that we're supposed to turn. But we need to be aware of the signs and the times. So does the, does the star change our life right now? Not necessarily. But are we aware that it's there? Would we have been aware of it being there a thousand years ago? Would we have been able to calculate that? We're in a time where we can actually tell in future times how things how the stars are going to align we're in a knowledge season we're in a knowledge place so if we can uh if we can focus and keep aware of the times then we can be aware of what god's doing and we can be aware of what the enemy's doing So let's use the gifts that we've been given for his purpose. So when we see when we see something special in someone, when we see that they have let me say this correctly. They've gone the extra mile to look nice today. I know that personally, when I take an extra step to look nicer, it's typically because I don't feel good about myself. And 
I don't know if that's the way for guys, but I know as a female that has been a trend. I will try to purposely make myself look better so that I might feel better about myself. So being able to point out that Chas, I love Pastor Chastity. Sorry. <laughs> I love that outfit today. <laughs> I love your dress. Like, it's very pretty. <laughs> and I love how our worship team is so festive. Like, it was so great. <laughs> and Billy just looks like a present. It is so great. I'm like, oh, she looks like a present. I just want to hug her and take her. Um, <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's, so, it's so simplified. Like that, Those kind of things are so simple, but being able to do that is giving someone something that they needed. Because the moment you give a compliment, the moment you give a smile that person's face changes, that person's spirit changes. And so even with the simplest things, it's so important for us to do and be aware of what our surroundings are. And so I want us to really be overly cautious and overly aware of what is, who is surrounding us and what we are surrounding us with. We, we, surround, we choose what we surround ourselves with. So we need to be aware of what we're choosing to surround ourselves with. Is it bringing you to a place where you feel like you can give a gift? Because I've been in circumstances that have made me feel less worth of myself. And when you feel less worth, you don't you're discouraged. When you're discouraged, you don't give that encouragement. You don't give that gift that you have. It's in you. And so in those, we have to choose what we're surrounding ourselves with. You should affect your atmosphere, not your atmosphere affecting you. How do, and how we affect our atmosphere is by giving Constantly, consistently giving over and over again, whether it be we're going to lunch, I'm going to pay for your meal, or you look beautiful today, or man, the cello killed it this morning. I was just fantastic. I love the cello. It adds so much to music. And it's, it can be so simple, but it, changes the culture and the atmosphere so we need to be gifting all of these things gift blessing gift peace gift joy gift love gift hope hope amongst hopelessness is is the best thing that you could ever do We're in a place of hopelessness in our world, and we have to give hope. Because we're the ones that hold it. We hold hope inside of us. So we have to give it out. Or everybody else is going to be lost. 
They only get found if we show them. <laughs> so I'm going to... Man, time really goes fast, doesn't it? Um, so we're gonna we're gonna close with this, and we're gonna have um, our altar team come up for anybody who needs prayer for physical, any physical healings that you might need. Um, and if you need hope in this week, because not all holidays are. Ex- exciting for people so if if this is a holiday that's a struggle for you I want you to come get prayer for peace so let's let's pray together Father God, we just thank you for this time. Lord, we just thank you for your gifts, that you are always, constantly giving of yourself, giving to us. Lord, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you, and we just pray, Lord, show us how to truly understand this holiday and what it's truly about and not what it's been made to be by generations. Lord, we give this we give this season to you and we pray that your glory would just shine through us. We present ourselves as a willing vessel of whatever you have for us and whatever you have planned and purposed in our hearts and our lives. Lord, show us how to be obedient in what you have spoken to us. In the gifts that you've given us, Lord, may we be obedient in what you have given them for us to do. Lord, may we be atmosphere changers, culture shifters. Teach us to change our world. Father, use us for your glory. Lord, we receive from you. Whatever you have, whatever it we need right now, we release all distractions, all fears, all worries of tomorrow, and let go. so that you can do what only you can do.
Lord, I pray for a shaking of our core. That you would shift all things inside of us to greater understand your knowledge and your words, to have wisdom and step out fully into your presence, into a new realm of who you've called us to be. May we not waste any breath. For each breath is what you gave. And may each breath that comes out honor you, Father. So if anybody from the altar team can come up. This altar is open for anybody who wants to come and get additional prayer. And uh, I just pray blessings over every one of you in this beautiful Christmas season that every Everything that is done over this holiday is just filled with blessings and the glory of God revealed to you. Amen. So feel, feel free to come up and get some prayer. Um, but Merry Christmas. Our actual Christmas service is next week. I didn't announce that. I forgot. <laughs> I knew I forgot something. <laughs> um, so be here if you can. There are some exciting, exciting stuff that we're doing. Um, there will be uh, gift giveaways and giveaways and a raffle for um, a laptop. So um, be here. It's going to be amazing. We have some fun stuff with the worship team going on. So um, <laughs> come and have a good time. But other than that, I love you. What? Okay. I love you. God loves you. Shalom. We want to pray for you. Send us a message with your prayer requests through Facebook or email and let us know how we can pray for you today. Also, let us know how this message impacted your life. I love you. God loves you. Shalom. Shalom.